This is Ringler Radio, where you get all the latest news and information about structured settlements from experts across the U.S. Ringler Associates, celebrating 35 years of successfully helping injured people and their families. Ringler Radio is made possible in part by the life markets that issue structured settlement annuities, including Allstate, American General, Liberty Life, MetLife, New York Life, John Hancock, and Prudential. Now join Ringler Radio host Larry Cohen. Welcome to Ringler Radio, everyone. I'm Larry Cohen, head of Ringler Associates Northeast Operations, and we're certainly glad you could join us today. Well, today on Ringler Radio, we're going to talk about a few very interesting topics. Love, marriage, and divorce, and how a structured settlement comes into play, especially when a marriage is dissolved. And joining me today in this discussion are two very impressive people. One, attorney David Gardner from Newport Beach, California. For more than 30 years, Dave Gardner has specialized in the tax aspects of structured settlements. And Dave, uh, thanks for joining us on Ringler Radio. Glad to be here, Larry. And also my colleague, Gail Christian. Gail is our co-host today. Gail has over 25 years of claims and structured settlement experience, and she's the associate responsible for our Cincinnati, Columbus, Ohio, and Florence, Kentucky offices. I think that Florence, Kentucky, is that fairly new, Gail? Yes, it is. Terrific. Gail's evaluated and negotiated thousands of claims and disputes and negotiated uh, scores of traditional personal injury structures. And uh, Gail, welcome to Ringo Radio. Thank you very much, Larry. Thanks for being my co-host today. Well, Dave, I think our discussion is going to surprise some of our listeners today because most people think of structured settlements in the context of injury claims. But let's talk about structured settlements in the context of divorce actions and divorce cases. Are they pretty viable? Well, they're definitely viable. Unfortunately, they're just not as common as they probably should be. Tell us about that. Well, a structured settlement in the personal injury case is really a means of settling a dispute or a problem uh, by matching payments from one payor to the the recipient of those payments. And the same thing in, in a in a divorce settlement where there's a, a, a spouse, and there could also be ch- children needing support. A structured settlement, in effect, it could be a, a means for providing for a stream of payments to fund the obligations to the former spouse and to the children from that marriage. Interesting. Well, how then is a structured settlement really different from alimony? Well, it's probably not different in the sense of alimony itself could be viewed in a very uh, non-specific way as being a structured settlement. It's a periodic payments to a recipient to meet a legal obligation. Um, it may or may not be taxable in the same way as alimony, but that could be beneficial or not beneficial depending upon the situation. Well, Dave, what about your uh, your concept or your, your opinion? Should structured settlements be used more frequently in divorce settlements? Is it, has it been your experience that uh, using structured settlements would help in the process of trying to get these divorce settlements uh, you know, finalized? In the cases where I've been involved, it seemed like the structured settlement was key to resolving the issues. Uh, so that from that standpoint, they probably should be used more frequently because particularly as a means of settling alimony issues, as you know, we see so many cases where the parties go back into court, back into court time and time again because of non-payment, because of changes in circumstances, and the structured settlement that takes that out of away from those people. So 
we'll just say, assume that the husband's the payor, he doesn't have to write that check every month, and the wife doesn't have to chase him for that check every month. Uh, by using a structured settlement, you have avoided that area of tension. And you don't have to, she doesn't have to see his name on those checks. And he doesn't have to see her endorsing them. Right, exactly. Right. Hey, Dave, what are some additional advantages of a structured settlement for both sides in a divorce case? Well, like I said, I think the main thing is that it, it, it keeps them away from that ongoing dispute that's always the source of aggravation. In some cases, uh, and we'll talk about this probably later, that depending upon the source of funds, there can be some tax benefits from using a structured settlement. What about the length of a marriage? Does that affect the, the settlement at all? Well, the, the general rule, and I'll speak from California, is that there's always a, kind of been a rule of thumb that the uh, time period for alimony is based upon the length of the, of the marriage. If you're only married for one year, you wouldn't have much of an alimony obligation, or would you probably have much of a property settlement ob- obligation? But usually, uh, the, where this becomes a problem in the case where there's been a long marriage, then you've got a buildup of assets, and so you're going to have a long period of payment uh, for alimony and may or, may or may not have a similar payment for child support. How about the assets that were in place before the marriage? How are they that, treated? Okay, that depends a little bit upon the state. In, in California, uh, it's very clear that assets that you owned before marriage are separate property and would not be taken into account in the property settlement, although... Uh, they could affect the spouse's ability to pay, which is a factor in determining alimony, regardless of pro- separate or community property. Um, my understanding in some other states, like Larry's home state of Massachusetts, that assets that were in place before marriage can be part of the property settlement. I think they call it equitable contribution. Yeah, it's it's kind of interesting. It's it's the old adage: be careful where you get divorced. You know, which whichever state you're involved in and where you where you are, you could have ter- totally different rules apply. And I guess there's a lot of forum shopping, Dave, that goes on. I think so. And you hear these stories about people who move to Massachusetts just for that reason. Interesting. Well, let's talk about the tax aspects that you mentioned before, uh, and some of the tax advantages of potentially using structured settlements in these marriage dissolution cases. You know, Dave, one of the things that uh, I remember that was very important in this discussion was the Qualified Domestic Relations Order, or the Quadro, and how the Quadro, having how, how obtaining a Quadro really helped in this process. Why don't you talk through the tax aspects, talk about the Quadro, and uh, let's tie it all together. Okay. I'm, yeah, I'm glad you brought that up because, I, from my experience, uh, that's been uh, the situation involved in many of these cases where uh, a structured settlement is effective to settle these cases, and that's where there's, a, you might call it, an untapped source of funds in one spouse's pension profit sharing 401k plan or IRA. There's a lot of money there that's, that's pre-tax money. It's yet to be taxed, um, and it can be accessed through what's called a qualified domestic relations order. The significance of that is that even if the, uh, the parties are under age 59 and a half, they avoid the 10% premature distribution penalty. Uh, so the money in the pension plan can be used to purchase an annuity, which actually can be distributed out to the recipient spouse without immediate tax consequences. If it's what we call a non-transferable annuity, meaning that the recipient spouse can't just take it and cash it in, those payments are taxed only as actually received. There's no 
concept of constructive receipt. So you can take money that has yet to be taxed but will be taxed eventually, take it from the pension plan and move it over to a position where it's secure, protected from creditors in most circumstances, and provide for a steady, guaranteed stream of payments taxable to the recipient spouse when and when she receives the money, which she may actually be in a lower tax bracket because of these payments being spread over time. You know, what's interesting, Dave, is uh, a lot of these cases where a structured settlement makes a lot of sense and uh, the periodic payments would be acceptable to the, to the spouse, uh, oftentimes, and let's use the husband in this example, the husband doesn't have the cash available to fund the purchase of the annuity. And that what, what, what would have been a great idea can't come into fruition because it's not, the money's not there. But in the case of, let's say, professionals like accountants, dentists, and doctors, et cetera, that have these pension plans sitting there with this money, uh, the fact that under a quadro they can do it without penalty, that should, uh, that should really allow a lot more of these structures to take place. Isn't no, that's that right? right? And even with the situation in the market the last couple of years, we, we see a lot of clients with very large amounts in a retirement plan. In fact, they don't quite even know what they're going to do as far as future planning. Uh, but this, in many cases, may be the single largest asset that uh, a couple may have is a retirement plan owned by one or one or even both of the spouses. Well, sure, because we know their house is hardly worth anything <laughs> anymore, right? That's interesting stuff. Well, let's take a quick break right now and come back in a minute with some more about divorce settlements, structured settlements, and uh, Dave Garner to tell us all about it. We'll be right back. This is Ringler Radio from Ringler Associates. Quite simply, the undisputed leader in structured settlements for 35 years. Ringler Radio is celebrating its sixth year right here on the Legal Talk Network, produced by broadcast professionals. Ringler Associates, the only broker you need. Listen to all the Ringler Radio shows. Just go to ringlerassociates.com or legaltalknetwork.com and click on Ringler Radio and choose a topic. Since 1975, Ringler Associates has provided the finest structured settlement services to all parties involved in the settling of physical injury claims. Experience counts. Over $23 billion in structures benefiting 166,000 injured individuals and their families. And one of the few companies that truly enjoys the trust of all parties in the settlement process. Did you know you can download Ringler Radio to your iPod? Just go to iTunes and subscribe to the Legal Talk Network. It's free. We invite you to listen to other shows on the Legal Talk Network. It's free at www.legaltalknetwork.com. Did you know Ringler Radio is one of the top three rated shows in iTunes? Thanks to all of our listeners who download all the Ringler Radio shows. Engage your brain. Keep up with the fast pace of the legal profession. Go to LegalTalkNetwork.com and listen to all of our great legal podcasts. They're free. It's the office calling again. Don't answer it. Why not? I'm listening to Legal Talk Network podcasts to get my CLE credit in West Legal Ed Center. Oh, yeah. I need to do that, too. Where do I find them? It's easy. Just go to LegalTalkNetwork.com and pick a program for CLE, click on it, and start listening. Or go to WestLegalEdCenter.com and choose from any of the Legal Talk Network programs available for CLE. 
That's perfect. The office can wait. Welcome back to Ringler Radio. Glad you could join us. I'm joined today by attorney David Gardner from Newport Beach, California, and my co-host, Gail Christian, from Cincinnati, Ohio. Now, Dave, in California where you practice uh, in marriage cases, most of the time people think of that as a community property state, a 50-50 split. Uh, and I know it, it, it varies from place to place. I know we touched on it briefly, but I think most of our listeners need to get their hands around that. When, when a couple is married, it, it really is different depending on where you live. No, that's correct. In California, uh, which is probably common for a lot most community property states, this idea of community property 50-50 ownership applies to earnings derived from personal services while you were married and then the growth on those assets if you save money from your earnings. Whereas anything you had before marriage is separate property. Anything you receive by inheritance or by gift from someone is separate property. And it always stays that unless you unfortunately commingle it and confuse the issue or put a spouse's name on it or do something to violate that general rule. Whereas in other states, they don't have community property. And so, uh, Property is held by one spouse or the other, and then the uh, the state law imposes some sort of rule that gives a spouse some percentage interest in the property of the other spouse. So that comes up when you get divorced or upon death. Dave, you mentioned earlier that the quadro was available for the alimony piece. Is it also available uh, in the child support situation? Uh, yes, very definitely. There's qualified domestic relations order provisions in the tax code. Uh, talk about any kind of domestic relations order, which is, includes um, payments to a spouse or other family member that's referred to in the tax code as an alternate payee, but definitely uh, could be used in those cases. And and I'm sure that in many situations, that's where we see the big uh, disputes are with non-payment of child support and Doing a structured settlement to guarantee that payment could alleviate that problem. You know, you know, Dave. Uh, oftentimes, you hear this. You're right. You hear the, the the cry from the from the spouse that let's say the husband isn't paying child support. They're 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 walking away from it, or they're deadbeat dads. And uh, oftentimes, by using a structured settlement and an annuity process, I would think the 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 spouse receiving the the child support payments would maybe be willing to accept a little less in, in exchange for the certainty of knowing that the payments are coming from a major life insurance company rather than the, the wallet of the husband. Very definitely. Yeah, that's, and again, we mentioned this earlier, but in, in so many cases, we all know from our own personal experiences how emotions get inflamed in these cases. And oftentimes, it's this that fact of having to write that check or asking somebody for that check and, again, having a third uh, uninterested party, in other words, the insurance company or whoever it is, to funding or providing for those payments could avoid those issues. Well, you know, and and today, especially with with the larger divorce settlements and and divorce scenarios, mediators are used oftentimes. These marital and divorce mediators uh, step in and try to resolve some of these conflicts. And I would think that one of their tools that they would want to think about using is a structured settlement because the purchase of that annuity, as we said, takes away this a lot of the contentiousness from the process moving forward. Uh, 
Do you have any thoughts on that, Dave? Are, are, have you noticed that marital mediators are even thinking about it? I haven't really seen that, but I think that's a really excellent point because I've often said to my clients, and I don't really, I don't practice as a divorce lawyer, but I, I am brought in in many cases uh, to help with some of the tax aspects and, and help sort out some of the financial issues. And I've often said to my clients that the, from my experience, that the divorces that went the most smoothly is when somebody financially uh, knowledgeable comes in to help sort out what can be paid, what can't be paid, what are sources of funds, things of that nature. And in many cases, that's just the, the CPA for the husband and wife, that they're able to sort out those problems. And I would think that uh, getting a, um, a financial consultant, somebody like Gail involved, that could help the mediator with these problems would go a long way towards solving these cases. Well, Dave, I think that's an excellent point. And, you know, the structured settlement broker is often involved in a mediation in the context of the bodily injury settlement. And the mediator could certainly involve one of us to actually be physically there, sitting in a separate room or joining them, explaining how it could work. It just could be an outstanding resource in a certain number of cases. I agree. I agree. Okay. Dave, could you share with us some real-life examples of a structured settlement used in a marriage case? Well, the, the one that always comes to mind, because it was actually goes way back, it was one of the very first cases um, once uh, we started recognizing the ability of structured settlements in divorce cases, and that involved the type of such scenario we've been talking about. It was happened to be a, a doctor who had a very large pension plan. He had been very aggressive in using the tax laws that existed uh, in the earlier years to fund a lot of money into a defined benefit pension plan. Uh, and about, let's say, 15 years down the road in the marriage, the, the couple got divorced. Um, and this, this particular doctor, he was very concerned about his wife not coming back to him for modification of alimony and so on and so forth. And so we struck a deal or I should say we, the divorce lawyer with myself and, and one of the Ringler producers who acted as the, the broker in this case, where they accessed a, a large chunk of the doctor's pension fund. It actually turned out to be more than half of the fund, uh, providing a stream of periodic payments to the wife. We used a quadro as the, the, the mechanism uh, there was purchased a non-transferable annuity, which was distributed to the wife, so she would deal directly with the insurance company. And as a result of that settlement, she agreed to waive alimony altogether. So the parties were able to um, go their separate ways without having to have any further involvement on this very touchy and emotional issue of alimony. Well, that sounds like a win-win to me. It does. Terrific. Well, uh, Dave, if our listeners wanted to learn more about the tax aspects of uh, these kinds of settlements, how would they get in touch with you? Well, probably the best way would be um, I'm accessible to any of the Ringler producers. They, I've been working with Ringler for over 35 years as a resource to the structured settlement brokers. Uh, I have provided them with various uh, written materials on these subjects. That's probably the easiest way then, rather than to give, give them some phone number or email address that they'll forget or they won't write down, uh, just contact any of the Ringler brokers off of, off of the Ringler website, and they can get directly to me. Well, great. Gail, how about yourself? No, obviously, I'm also available through the Ringler Associates website and can be located there. Um, but, Dave, I think what you've brought forward today and some of these answers uh, 
really provides an outstanding resource in a number of difficult situations and removing the emotion that every month writing out the check or every month receiving the check by doing um, a, a structured annuity, if you will, in the context of a divorce case sounds really wonderful. It really, it really does, Dave. And, you know, I don't want you to sell yourself short. Uh, there are a lot of listeners out here that might want to contact you right directly rather than even going through a Ringler okay. broker. So g- give me give me a phone number they can okay. reach you at. Yeah, office number is area code 949-851-9025. Terrific. And so, again, all your listeners out there, especially first-time listeners, all of the Ringler radio shows can be obtained through ringlerassociates.com or the legaltalknetwork.com. Uh, you can download any of the shows, and uh, there are a lot of uh, shows there on many, many different topics. And uh, you can download this one. Put it on your iPod and listen while you're jogging around the track, hopefully not contemplating divorce. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Gail, thank okay. you for joining me. Thank you. Dave, Okay. have a great day. Bye-bye. The views expressed by the participants of this program are their own and do not represent the views of, nor are they endorsed by, Legal Talk Network. Its officers, directors, employees, agents, representatives, shareholders, and subsidiaries. None of the content should be considered legal advice. As always, consult a lawyer. Thanks for listening to Ringler Radio. In its sixth year on Legal Talk Network, with over a half a million listeners, Ringler Associates, where experience counts. Since 1975, Ringler Associates has provided the finest structured settlement services to all parties involved in physical injury claims. Ringler Radio is made possible in part by the life markets that issue structured settlement annuities, including Allstate, American General, Liberty Life, MetLife, New York Life, John Hancock, and Prudential. Prudential.